this is not an honest guy, and this is not a guy who keeps his word, and this is a guy who takes, takes advantage of little people. You know, this is so cheap. It's 30 bucks, and they got all these assets. They're not making any money, but what the hell? We think diversification is as practice generally makes very little sense for anyone that knows what they're doing. I do the numbers. Oh, good for you. All right, it's Sunday. Weather is ever-changing. It's April after all. And as of the day that this podcast episode of I Do the Numbers will be released... You can listen to it on Spotify because I do publish the podcast on Spotify and I want to continue doing so. But for that to be possible, the company Spotify, of course, must survive. And whether it can, well, we will look into that on today's episode. Let me start by asking you, what do you know about Spotify? It's an audio streaming platform from Sweden. Okay, here are a few other facts. Spotify was founded in 2006. They currently have 406 million active users, of which 180 million are actually paying subscribers. Spotify is available in over 180 countries. Uh, they're listed on the New York Stock Exchange They listed there in April of 2018, so more or less exactly four years ago. And current revenues or 2021 revenues were 9.7 billion US dollars, so nearly 10 billion already, which is quite, quite a number. But Spotify depends to a very large extent on third-party content and catalogs. And that is one of the two biggest problems the company has. Why? Because imagine this, 70%, 70 cents of every dollar that Spotify takes in goes as royalties directly into the pockets of the right holders. And by that, I mostly mean record labels like Universal. If, If anyone benefited from the audio streaming boom that is is still going on, it was the record labels and their stockholders, because it was certainly not the stockholders of Spotify. The second problem they have, so this high chunk of royalties is the first one. What's the second one? The second one is that Spotify has lost money in every year since it was founded. 16 years, tremendous growth, but only losses to show for. 2.6 billion over the last six years alone. Sorry, five years. Five years. And of course, these problems are very closely related, right? Spotify's cost of revenue is too high, and that ultimately kills the company's bottom line. So if they want to survive, what can they do about it? Because at one point, you you have to turn this chip around. You have to become profitable um, before investors... I wouldn't say impatient because they've been tremendously patient. Um, But at one point, all of the scaling needs to pay off. And if you look at Spotify, they've scaled tremendously. But every time you thought that, hey, they might turn a profit this year, you know, there was another additional 
expansion push going on, and then net income dropped again significantly, even operating income, but we will get to that. Let's, let's first agree that the potential for audio streaming is, is simply huge, both in terms of users that are willing to pay for a premium subscription to get rid of all the ads, and also in the freemium model where advertising revenue is coming in. And even if you're a premium subscriber, some of these podcasters and other formats, they do have their sponsors themselves. So I guess that, that Spotify can also cut into that. PricewaterhouseCoopers estimates the ad spending on podcasts alone to increase to $30 billion by 2030, up from $1 billion today. So there's a huge trend, and there is massive money being plowed into that, that sphere, and Spotify wants to make sure that they get a large piece of it. Of course, there's, there's much more audio content than just podcasts, like music, naturally, audiobooks, and, and plays, live events. But in, I would say the market potential is intact. But what about the competitive pressure? Who are they up against? Spotify competes with quite a number of major corporations and a lot of smaller ones too, of course. But let's, let's mention the behemoths first here. Apple. Amazon. Alphabet via its its YouTube music and Google Play music offering. Wow. I mean, these are companies with very deep pockets and a take-no-hostage mentality. They're killers. They've always been. And Spotify acknowledges that. I mean, if, if, if you let me quote here from their recent 20F filing, it's not a 10K, it's a 20F. Look it up on the internet. I'm not going to explain why that is. So here's the quote. We face... Significant competition for users, including from several large, well-funded, and seasoned participants in the digital media market. Some of our competitors, like Apple, Amazon, and Google, have developed devices for which their audio streaming service is preloaded, creating visibility and access advantages. What the quote does not include is this. If these companies kicked our app out of their stores removed them from their devices, made them incompatible, we, Spotify, would be fucked. So Spotify, you have a huge market potential. You face cutthroat competition. They partially have you by the balls already, which leaves us with their business model. How can you at least create a business model that makes you less vulnerable, that makes you more profitable, that turns the ship around and makes sure that you have... I will, or that you deserve a spot in, in that audio streaming market. How do you reduce your cost of revenue, all those royalties, which is momentarily keeping you from raking in billions of profits each year and to finally end this r- ridiculous 16-year loss-making streak? The answer is... Exclusive content. Something that is only available on Spotify, whether it is originally produced by Spotify itself or or from exclusive long-term deals. It doesn't matter too much right now, but it is the only plausible way out. 
Do it like Netflix. Has Spotify's management understood that? It seems so. They've already spent millions of dollars to secure such exclusive, uh, ex- exclusive, sorry, content. Most predominantly, of course, with they've they've made deals with the Obamas, uh, with Joe Rogan, with Bill Simmons Media, Harry and Meghan are somewhere on that platform through an exclusive deal. But of course, this requires billions more over the next decade to really reduce the dependence that you have on third-party content on those record label catalogs. Maybe Spotify even has to become a record label of its own because whether audio, other audio than music, I mean, is enough to reduce the dependence on, on music streaming? I'm not so sure. Why are people on Spotify? Why do they use it? Why do they pay for it? I would say music predominantly for sure. I looked the number up. There are nearly 500 million paying subscribers in the world at the moment just to stream music. And one third of them use Spotify. So that means if you do the math, if you do the numbers, 90% of the paying subscribers that Spotify has today are there mainly for the music, mainly for the third party content, mainly for making sure that Spotify stays hooked on those royalty payments. So you either shift these users away from music to your own content, and that could be music if you become your own record label, or you build an entire new subscriber base that doesn't care so much about music, but rather about podcasts, audiobooks, audio plays that you produce yourself. One more thing. Uh, having mentioned original and, and exclusive content as the key here. They have a problem with Joe Rogan. It led to an outcry among users and even Spotify staff. Clearly, they couldn't know that, that he would turn out to be such a problem, but they still need him. They've signed him to a $200 million deal. He brings in users, and I guess Spotify really has no rights within their agreement to, to limit or censor or direct what he says. But what they already did is they removed over 100 of his episodes from the platform. But that was too little too late. Too little too late. If you remember the news reports, how many A-list musicians and stars, artists pulled their content from Spotify, it was hilarious. And, and you saw the impact. Look at the stock price. It tells the story. Artists start pulling their content, labels start pulling their content, and then look what happened to the stock price. The company, it went public in April 2018, it was valued at around $30 billion back then. And now, four years later, the market cap is $27 billion. And the stock has declined over 60% since its peak only a year ago. So they're back at where they started. And within the past year, $16 billion of their market cap has vanished So it's very clear to me, even though they're moving in the right direction, the company needs a fresh start. They need a new management. They need new content direction. Because Spotify is a takeover target if ever I saw one. So start the countdown. Spotify merged with Netflix, combined the world's leading video and audio streaming service, and maybe gaming streaming service as well. Because that triple threat would be so cool. 
and then you can be taken over by Apple as a package deal. And maybe even that, that helps you with a, with a premium for the acquisition price. Anyway, that's it for the day. Uh, I do the numbers with your man Mike here. Thanks for listening. And as always, my good friend Kevin has the last words. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. That's all I've ever wanted.